We're visiting once again here on this second day of 2023 with Illinois State Representative, former State's Attorney for Massac County, Mr. Patrick Windhorst. Representative, thanks for the time. Well, thank you, Will. Appreciate you having me on, and Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you. Well, we talked last week, last year, as a matter of fact, about the impending implementation of the Safety Act and the fact that a judge out of Kankakee County had issued a stay on the Safety Act, specifically the uh, elimination of cash bail. Uh, This was interpreted, it seemed, at least three or four different ways by various legal authorities in the state of Illinois. And now we have the Illinois Supreme Court providing some clarity in the uh, final hours of 2022. So with all of that set up, uh, the floor is yours. Yes, well, I think uh, from the judicial system standpoint, the Supreme Court stepping in was uh, much needed. And uh, I know those in the system are thankful that they did. There was a lot of confusion and potential chaos that was going to ensue after the ruling of the Kankakee County Court. I agree with that ruling. I think it was a correct ruling. Uh, So it's not uh, a policy disagreement I have with that or a legal disagreement. The concern is it it appeared that that ruling was only going to apply in about two-thirds of the county of the state, and the remaining third were going to have a no-cash bail system, while the the other two-thirds were maintaining cash bail. And we had some conflicting opinions being put out by the Attorney General, by separate states attorneys and we even had between that ruling on Wednesday and Saturday temporary restraining orders being filed in counties where that were not part of the lawsuit so there was expansion beyond that original 64 or 65 of about four or five others I believe so there was a lot of uh, confusion and concern and so what happened was the state's attorneys in DuPage and Kane County a motion to the court, the Illinois Supreme Court, and asked the Supreme Court to basically stay the implementation of the no cash bail portion of the Safety Act, as you said. And uh, basically, on New Year's Eve, the court entered an order staying the implementation of no cash bail statewide until it could rule on the appeal, which was the correct decision, in my in my opinion. Uh, typically, when a court acts uh, before a final determination, it will maintain the status quo and in this case the status quo is to maintain a cash bail system until it can rule so that ruling basically avoids a lot of the confusion and potential chaos that was uh, likely to occur we'd be experiencing right now if it weren't for that ruling now the attorney general Kwame Raoul has asked for an expedited ruling from the Illinois Supreme Court do you have any way to know what an expedited review would mean in terms of when they would issue a ruling? I can't give a a precise time. I think within 90 days is a pretty fair estimate of time. So uh, by the, basically by the spring, we will have, we will know the court did grant that portion of the attorney general's request. It is going to receive expedited review. What is unclear yet. I've not heard from any state's attorneys anyway, uh, for their decision. Of course, the Kankakee County judge did not rule completely with the state's attorneys who sued and sheriffs who sued. It's possible that those state's attorneys will appeal uh, the decision, parts of the decision they lost to the Supreme Court 
and uh, have the Supreme Court consider that as well. It, that has, to my knowledge, not been done yet. I would assume that sometime this week we'll hear from those states' attorneys um, whether they will appeal the portions which they lost. Um, one in particular, I think we talked about it uh, last week, is the enrolled bill doctrine and the three readings, or a reading each day for three days in each house, which the judge found in Kankakee County found that was violated, but applied Supreme Court precedent to say that, in essence, the enrolled bill, enrolled bill doctrine prevented uh, any upsetting of what the certification was from the speaker and the Senate president. Long way of saying there may be an issue to raise to the Supreme Court on that, uh, that have the Supreme Court take a look at. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. That's just uh, me speaking more as an observer on that. Just for the listeners to understand if the whatever ruling the Illinois Supreme Court makes, I don't understand the legalities behind it, but this is not something that would likely be appealed and heard by the federal Supreme Court. Am I correct in that? Not at the moment. My understanding is uh, what's been raised has not raised any federal issue. So the the uh, federal courts have a doctrine where the state Supreme Court of each state has the ability to interpret its state law and state constitution, and that will not be upset by the federal courts. In order for this matter to go before the federal courts, they'd have to raise a federal issue. I do not believe that uh, the state's attorneys or sheriffs have, the, have any federal issue to raise. Now, it's possible, uh, and of course, this is speculation, uh, but it's possible that if the no-cash bail system goes into effect, meaning the Supreme Court reverses the Kankakee County decision, and uh, we have a no-cash bail system, it's possible that some defendant who's held without bond or without bail could make a federal claim uh and then that would go to the federal court that process would i think take much longer uh, obviously be after the supreme court rules so we're talking about many months from now before that would come to fruition if it ever were to come to fruition depending upon the illinois supreme court's ruling could there be more legislative action by the general assembly Let's say that it is upheld uh, by the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court says that uh, the Kankakee judge is right, and that the uh, and that the elimination of cash bail, as a matter of fact, is unconstitutional. Do, would that trigger? Do you believe some action by the General Assembly to craft this legislation in some different way? I would definitely expect that to occur. Uh, you know, is I think you and I have talked about before. Four, now, I guess now five years ago, the state instituted a, a form of uh, bail reform, which created a presumption that a person will be released without posting money, and for nonviolent uh, felonies and misdemeanors, gave an individual uh, who's arrested the right to thirty dollars a day credit toward their bond. Uh, those are kind of the major features of the that bail reform. I would expect if uh, the Supreme Court upholds or affirms a ruling in Kankakee County and no cash bail is unconstitutional, that we will see more modifications of our existing bail system, probably along the lines of whatever the ruling is from the, the Supreme Court. And if the uh, Supreme Court overturns the Kankakee ruling, then there would likely be nothing legislatively to do on the matter. There would be, no, I would say this, I, there would be nothing directly to do uh, that's correct. I would expect there to be more 
trailer bills on the Safety Act, as we've seen over the last couple of years with the modifications and tweaks uh, and changes to the law. So it wouldn't be uh, completely settled, but the large issues would be settled, yes. Is this the worst crafted piece of legislation that you've ever seen? Well, um, I've only completed four years in the legislature, so I'm going to not paint with too broad a brush. I will say that the way this legislation was put forward, the way it passed, and the the lack of involvement of uh, both parties, both political parties, really resulted in a very poorly crafted piece of legislation, uh, one with very large errors. It was, of course, pretty well drafted and pushed through in a matter of hours uh, two years ago, almost exactly two years ago. And uh, we've been dealing with the consequences of that um, less than thorough effort for, for that time. And we've seen some fairly large rewritings of the, the bill or corrections to the bill that were the law that was passed uh, two years ago. And I think because of the way it went, went through, I think that's why we're seeing these repeated efforts every session to change it. Illinois State Representative Patrick Windhorst with us today. Coming up, uh, the lame duck session, we've talked about the assault weapons ban bill that's likely to be uh, debated, uh, perhaps passed, uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Anything else on your radar screen with the uh, upcoming legisla- uh, legislative session? We, uh, You're correct. We're expecting to have most of the lame duck session be dealing with uh, the so-called assault weapons ban uh, in some form or fashion. I believe we'll have something past the House. I'm not sure what will occur in the Senate. That's not as clear. Uh, with the new session, we we really don't yet have a, a feel for what to expect. You know, a, lot, a lot of large items have been uh, legislated over the last two to four years, uh, but there are still some uh, large items to take up. Uh, with every session, the budget is the typically the biggest item or the most prominent item, and that will likely be in April and May when we're dealing with that. Uh, so we'll have to just keep an eye on... Um, on what to expect from the legislature. You know, we haven't heard yet from the the Speaker of the House or the Senate President. Normally they will give some indication on where they see the direction of the session going. We've, to my knowledge, not heard from them or they've not provided that information yet. I expect that will occur probably sometime during the lame duck session. You know, for me, I'm entering my third term, so I will, with the third term is kind of a special uh, time for seniority, which means I'll have uh, potentially some higher assignments uh in committees which we don't know those yet the committees haven't even been uh, announced yet so once that all occurs which will probably be over the next week i should have a better feel for what we'll be doing this session illinois state representative patrick lindhorst with us today once again very thankful for your time we hope you have a great day you too thank you appreciate it